Let's get educated. That's why we're here, to bring you the stories impacting K-12 classrooms and college campuses. It's time for a little education. Hello, greetings, happy Christmas week, one and all. I am Katie Patrick, joined by David Fiorazzo. <laughs> and as Merry you Christmas. know, we have, it's, we're less than five days away, folks, from Christmas. Five days. We're just hours away, really. Hours. It, minutes. Yes. Minutes, seconds. We have to stop messing around, okay? It, we got to get serious here. Yes. For half of this country, it is freezing out like where we live. But all of you, no matter where you live, you can all stay extra warm this season by adding a super nice, cozy, fluffy little blanket to your home from our friends at MyPillow. That's right. Fill up your stocking with some sheets, towels, pillows, slippers, a robe, even a plush, warm blanket to cozy up on those cold winter nights. Right now, you can save up to 66% on any of these things by using the code word EDUCATED. So go to MyPillow.com, use the code educated and have a blessed christmas season katie <sighs> all right well we be so dumb at uh, now law schools may soon have a huge surge in minority enrollment because the uh, american bar has voted to make the famed lsat law school entry exam optional the lsats like you take it to get into the harvards if, you, if you've ever seen legally blonde do, do you ever see that? L. Woods that. had to take the LSATs. Yes. You all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you have to take the LSAT law school entry exam. But no, no, not anymore. So now that movie's irrelevant. They're making it optional because folks of color perform less well, as they say. Folks of color perform less well. Okay. Well, according to the story over the college fix, there's a division among law professors over whether... LSAT hurts racial minorities. An American Bar Association panel voted 15 to 1. <laughs> Who is that one holdout? That loan, that, They're gone. They're gone. Bye. To remove the standardized test requirement for law school applicants effective fall of 2025. So I'm thinking, okay, two, three years away? We're going to have nobody apply from now until then. Everyone's just waiting, waiting so they don't until, have so to take optional. the test. All right, so the vote by the Legal Education and Admissions Committee removed the law school admission test, or LSAT, as a requirement for law schools to remain accredited by the association. So the change will go before the ABA House of Delegates in a couple months, February of 2023. The legislative body killed a similar provision in 2018, according to a summary memo provided to the college fix by the association. So the change would not prohibit the LSAT. The law, did I say that right? Mm -hmm. It would not prohibit the LSAT. The Law School Admissions Council, which administers the test, disputed the claims made in support of making it optional. Yeah, okay. Lawyer, the, are these lawyers? These are lawyers <laughs> trying to argue about this. Jeez. They're trying to make it even easier, and then which would in turn make it even essentially dumber for you to become a lawyer. If you go on to, you know, in, in grade school, K through 12, you take tests at a time to show your knowledge, show you that you're prepared to keep continue moving on. 
then when you go from high school into college, there should be some sort of, of a way for them to show that they are prepared for the work ahead of them. <laughs> okay, fine. You're, they already have taken all that away because they're taking away SATs and, GR, or, uh, SATs and ACTs. But now, this is after college. This is post-college. This is another getting another degree. Getting your law degree is above getting your undergraduate. So you are supposed to be demonstrating to them that you have gained the knowledge in undergraduate to be prepared and ready for the rigor of study that you would face in law school. But no, no, we're trying to get rid of that too. So we're just trying to make that, that slide down into... I don't know what you want to call it other than a laziness, a, a, an uneducated state of being. They're making it so easy for you to just slide right into that because that's what we're doing. It should be rigorous. That test should be put there as basically a way to weed out the people who just went through their undergrad and were like, I don't want to go out into the real world and get a job. I'll just keep going to school. Oh, why don't I go to law school and get in? And, and just become a lawyer. They're making it so it's like, poof, it doesn't take anything to get anymore. So the, the debate over this thing is whether or not uh, LSAT hurts racial minorities. They're claiming it, it, it could. The pe some people are saying, some professors are saying, you should have the LSATs because it gives you the proper uh, people ready, prepared for going on to law school some are saying it's a biased exam just as every test they say is a biased well, exam you use that and on everything, as yeah. always they say it's against minorities like that everything yeah. is against minorities but what i what was interesting and that's why i said it in the tease the way i did dean emeritus leo martinez from hastings college of the law told the wall street journal that in the grand scheme of things folks of color perform less well on the lsat than not and for that reason i think we are headed in the right direction so he's in favor of it being optional well he seems to have done very well for himself leo martinez being a dean emeritus from the university of california at hastings college of the law now there are 60 law school deans who raise concerns that removing that requirement would actually harm the diversity by making them the schools be more reliant actually on the gpa so when we're okay when it all comes <laughs> down to it there has to be some sort of stipulation some sort of requirements of passing of something to know whether a student is prepared or not they they use many different factors to try and make it the least biased they can because if it's only based on you know one score or one gpa or one interview they do something then they would say oh how it was that one time i just messed up and i, I should get another chance or whatever so they try and make it diverse if you will on the ways to show how well-rounded of a student you are and that you are prepared to be in law school or in grad school in general. They're saying, the 60 law school deans, who say that if you take away this one component, the, the LSAT, it makes now the applicant more based on their GPA. And they're saying that could be problematic. Hmm. But I say everyone these days is getting a 4.0 because we can't give anyone a B anymore. Everyone gets an A. Mm -hmm. No more tests, just pass, fail. Just pass, fail. Everybody gets an award. Everyone gets an award and it's okay. But I'm glad, Katie, I'm so glad that they ran this by the DEI leaders too. They got their, in, in, the diversity, equity, and inclusion leaders, they made sure that they were given input. 
Oh, yes. Oh, yes, right? yes, yes, yes. Now, uh, as the signers had... Re- had written, will reliance on these other criteria produce more or less racial, socioeconomic, or other forms of bias than exist under current admissions practices? We don't know for sure because not enough data or research is available to predict the effects of abandoning the LSAT or another test as an admissions factor. Well, what's they're making a solid point because if they're saying that, oh, the LSAT is bad against uh, folks of color, then that means you have to rely on all these other things. And what are the other things? GPA, uh, written or verbal recommendations, and tell me how that's not biased. <laughs> uh, reputation of undergraduate institutions. How is that? Not- so oh, only the Harvard and Yale elites get in because they went to the uh, undergraduate institutions that have a good reputation compared to like any of the lower class air quotes, colleges, uh, the admissions officer's familiarity with those institutions. So if you have an admissions officer who only knows the national four-year elitist type institutions, how is that not biased? Or other subjective factors. And obviously, subjective is subjective. So there we go. So if you take, uh, you get rid of the LSAT and just rely on all these other things, then how is that not biased? Hmm? 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 So if you want to know what Katie really thinks about this, uh, you can e- e- email uh, Katie, go to the stage. You can, anyway, still to come, college students can now order free sex supplies on campus, just like they were ordering a pizza. They'll even send you a text when your order is ready for pickup. We're talking about that next. Because David said it, if you're going to order a pizza, do you want sausage with that? Oh. All right, so here pepperoni. we are. How about a little pepperoni? Wasn't there a movie back in the 80s when, anyway, I'm, I'm dating myself, but you, any, I, all was a right. tangent. Well, well, okay, so here we are, as always. Um, we don't need Amazon anymore, everybody. That's something neat um, because now we have the prevention and outreach services to get you your free condoms. <sighs> Is that called like POS? Prevention and Outreach Services? <laughs> POS. Yes, I will still say the original POS. But anyway, um, at <laughs> SUNY Brockport now, you just need to fill out a form to order your free, safer sex supplies. The form that you you have to fill out, it's very, oh yeah, oh yeah. It asks students to identify their gender. There are many options, David, in case you didn't know. Um, My gender identity is uh, cisgender, transgender, gender expansive, non-binary, gender non-conforming, agender, or my gender identity is not listed. David, would you like to choose one of the, the many? Okay. No, I don't want to play this game. No, okay. I, it, it, when enough adults start saying, no, I don't want to play this game anymore. When enough college students start saying, no, I don't want to play this game anymore, uh, then we won't have to have these ridiculous conversations and, and answer these ridiculous questions. Pansexual, demisexual. Hold on, hold on. We're just getting to that part. Well, what the heck? Oh, well, on this forum then, after you're done putting your gender identity in you will put your sexual orientation in which your choices are heterosexual gay lesbian bisexual pansexual demisexual asexual or of course my sexual orientation is not listed 
No. None of the above? For some of these people, I'm sure they're like, I need multiple. Can I choose more than one? Because that's how, that's how they roll. Yep. Well, either way, uh, you, you fill out your options, okay? And then the residence assistants, so in the dorms, the RAs, the ones who, you know, help with your living, they have the additional option of ordering sex supplies for non-personal use. What? So item, because then they can distribute them to the other people's. So items can ordered can include condoms, finger cots, and dental dams. Okay. Well... Yeah, I'm not they're even, doing that. And the individuals, understand. yes, the individuals. Then I mean, it's not just it's not just about the condoms. They they get a lot of help with the HIV services as well, because they have to answer whether or not they want to receive an email with information about STIs because we can't call them STDs anymore because it was too negative oh. to say diseases. So now it's infections. So what is the oh infection? STI, yeah, or HIV testing services. Um, then you can say you know. I would like to receive an email about pre-exposure prophylaxis, PrEP. PrEP is a once daily oral medication designed for people at risk for HIV. It's proven to be highly effective for preventing well, the spread of HIV. how do you know if you're HIV. at risk? It's good, you know, it's a good question. They're going to get information about it if they say yes. Uh, then they have to answer the question of, I would like to receive text notifications when my condom order is ready to pick up. Oh, it's kind geez. of, again, it's like Amazon, but better because it's free. Because taxpayers you know, pay for it. And, I mean, they're already there on campus. It's like, basically, they could probably have it delivered to their door if they really want to. Now, you order your supplies from the Prevention and Outreach Services, and we will discreetly bag them up, they say, and then we will send you a text when they're ready for pickup at the condom corner in Seymour Union B-124. What? That's the tagline. That's what they dad say. I'm just reading the story. So let me just make one comment on a, have you ever seen this TV commercial? I don't, I think it's, I don't remember how it's on different channels. I think it's for one of these new drugs, new products that's mm -hmm. supposed to be for this prevention. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's for HIV. It, it basically it's for the LGBTQ um, that may have concerns about HIV. So I'm thinking, they're giving them a drug that you can't possibly say this is 100% preventative. They're saying go continue in that lifestyle as much as you hear. This will even help you do it more and have no worries about it. That's I'm just kind of summing this up. I'm watching this commercial going, really? They're trying to sell this to these people? It's a shame. Well, and just like with all those drug commercials too, they don't put in the uh, side effects. Side effects may include in this like, <laughs> it's just laundry list. So there's that. I would, um, I would, I would, I would be a little bit cautious. Just like from ordering with Amazon, you got to be a little cautious. Maybe not order from them. Anyway, coming up, student workers at Dartmouth University are now demanding, demanding, twenty-seven dollars per hour to serve you some coffee on campus. What? Let's see how this one plays out. Stay with us. Today's show is sponsored by our friends at MyPillow. Save up to 66% on pristine quality bedding, towels, slippers, signature pillows, and much more when you use the code EDUCATED. That's E-D-U-C-A-T-E-D, -E EDUCATED. Support this show and a great American company.
if you need some coffee, you better be prepared to pay up. Because students at Dartmouth College are demanding a number of benefits, including an increased minimum wage of $21 per hour for campus jobs to $27 per hour for the late night shifts of said jobs. And it includes all the people who work at the campus coffee shop. So if you're like, wow, I should get a campus job and hey, being a barista sounds kind of fun. Take the late shift where you're they're demanding that you get paid $27 per hour. It's more than we both make. Yeah. But together. Which which tells you how <laughs> how poor all of us either both of us here. 27 an hour. 27 an hour. I will mm. gladly go serve coffee for $27 an hour. I will even do it with a smile. Now, the students who are obviously members of the Student Workers Union Collective have uh, held protests. Of course. They've circulated petitions. Yes. They've used email and social media to push Absolutely. for their workplace demands throughout the past year. Absolutely. And nowhere in there did it say they've done their homework or gone to class or um, <laughs> attended college and learned to, you know, grow up and become an adult. No, nowhere in there. They, they were too busy. Now, among their demands articulated at a November 3rd event attended by the College Fix. There was someone from the College Fix who was there, which was great. Uh, they want higher wages, the removal of an unreliable espresso machine. We demand you get rid of this. It is unreliable. Meaning, Maybe, uh, maybe we should get rid of those up. students, too. They're unreliable. Anyway, um, they want free meals for workers. And they want a schedule that better fits with their life as a student. I can't what keep a straight mean? face while I'm trying to read this. They all have different schedules, school schedules, so they could all have different needs. So I, what does that they mean? Don't, they they want a schedule that fits around their protest times and their petition <laughs> signing times. Yes, is what social it comes down justice to. activism has to come first. And then you work around my schedule, right? Is that what they're saying? <sighs> That's what they're saying. But you know what? Let's hear it from them. What we, what we are all asking for here is a chance to be a student first and a worker second. To have the time to enjoy myself and my friends, to have the time to at least pretend to do my readings. Like, you know, I don't know, maybe I'll still procrastinate, but at least I won't have a, I won't have to commit to 16 hours a week just to pay my basic bills. I want to be able to meaningfully participate in the clubs that I'm a part of, to be able to join more, to expand. Like, that's what $21 will do. We are not going anywhere. We are not taking a step back. We have tasted power. We have experienced what it means to live for ourselves and not for others. We now know what it means to live a life free of servitude, and we have no intention of going back. To those students and to those administrators, and regarding our demands today, I believe you have misheard us. We are not asking for $21 per hour. We are demanding it. I just... You know, can, you're laughing. You I feel really bad. Can you take them seriously? I feel, but where do these kids come from? How are oh. they brought up? What's going on in the high schools before they get to this point where they're Ooh. woke Ooh. and insane and demanding Ooh. and entitled? And go ahead, answer Ooh, that question. Call on me, call on me. The last guy, the second person to speak, the, the male, I hope he identifies as a male. He's a male. Uh -oh. um, his name is Kaya Kolakoglu. Kolakoglu. He, he calls himself a communist. 
And he is a Turkish international student, and he attended the Uskudar American Academy, which was a private high school in Istanbul. And, um, yeah, he, as he says, they're not asking, David. They are not. They are demanding. Demanding. They are demanding. That's right. That is what they do. And he said his fellow student workers and comrades, as you heard him talking there, uh, Again, he he said they're not asking for the $21. They're demanding it. And he said they're not making a case for handouts for being looked after better. We're simply taking back what is ours. It is us who run this school. Is anyone else not just laughing? I can't. I'm. It's This is tough for me because this is so, so insane to me that I have to laugh or I'll cry. They run the school? The, they the run the school. The group of kids that were out there. And we these, run the, the school. That's the what school. he said. Yeah. We run this school. Mm-hmm. There was another student, as you saw there, uh, Sheen Kim, who said that uh, you bargain, we have our contract, we have our F uh, union, and you go and they sit you down at a nice table and they're greeting you with their F word, $1,000 uh, paid dollar an hour lawyers, heads of DDS, vice president, whatever the F word, uh, I don't care. She sounds like a lovely person to talk to. She has to use the F-bomb three times in a matter of two sentences to get her point across. And she's going to Dartmouth? They run, they run it, though. They, they run the it, school. Right? We run the school. Mm. All right, we, we, we've, we've got coming up our last Babylon Bee headlines of 2022. Stay right there. If you have a smartphone, tablet, Roku, or Apple TV, consider downloading the Freedom Project media app. It's 100% free and includes all of our weekly shows, plus lecture series, archive programs, and award-winning animated videos for families like the Presidential Minute, Battles of America, and Heroes of the West. Don't rely on the social media giants to keep you informed. Simply download the Freedom Project media app from your app store and allow notifications. And we'll let you know when a new video is ready. All right, so before we wrap up the show for the day, let's take a look at everyone's favorite satire site, The Babylon Bee. Here are this week's top five Babylon Bee headlines. We've picked our favorite weekly headlines to wrap up 2022, and now we'll decide which one should be named Queen of the Hive. Let's start with this one. Elon Musk buys Santa's workshop, releases emails showing how naughty and nice lists were created. Next, government warns that with Elon owning Twitter, they will only control 97% of the media. Next, liberals are disrespecting marriage, says man on third marriage. Next, customers unenthused by latest American Girl doll, Steve. And finally, Cambridge Dictionary changes the definition of definition. (laughs) Katie? Your, your top pick? Not as many laugh out loud this week. For <laughs> not me. as many LOLs? Not, lol. Uh, the Steve one was interesting because I think that actually was a real picture of the, the guy who just got fired for stealing all the luggage. That actually, I think, looks just like him. I don't remember his name. Oh, But yeah, that yeah, transgender the, the guy, administration who, guy. Yeah, Biden administration who just got fired because he stole people's luggage. You can look that story up. Um, but otherwise, the Cambridge one because we... Yeah. we 
we talk about that story with the changes. The, the yeah, I like that one. Changes the definition of definition. Definition. Yep. Makes As sense. we know. Yep. It starts with redefining truth. And then you can make up words and just say, this is what these words mean. And you're pulling it out of thin air and you're confusing people, causing a crisis, crisis. and chaos. And then the problem solvers come in and say, we know how to solve this crisis. That's how it works, right? Manufactured crisis. But, okay, we need to detox from all this. That's going to wrap up our top headlines of the week. More satire next time. Katie? All right. Well, if you are a fan of our show, please uh, just do all the things social media people always ask you to do. Just share. You like it. You comment. You share it. All those things. Please do so. And... Again, only a couple days till Christmas, so don't forget to take advantage of our 66% off deal at MyPillow. Simply go to MyPillow.com, use the code EDUCATED, and you will save yourself a whole lot of moolah, moolah, moolah. And that means you can get yourself a pair of Giza sheets, and you can snuggle in for this long winter we're about to be in. (laughs) But for David and myself... I don't want to end on a bad note, but... Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, yeah. Uh, Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. And thank you for supporting the show. Until next time, stay educated. Educated is directed and produced by Mike Menzel. Hosted by Katie Petrick and David Fiorazzo. Makeup and hair by Katie Scholl. Graphics designed by Dan Kaler. Educated is owned by Freedom Project Media. See other shows and content at freedomproject.com or download the Freedom Project media app. Copyright 2022.